The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who like to throw paper towels, or Tallulah Bankhead, but then again she's been dead for several years. Listener discretion is advised. Podcast of Wholesome Kink and Perverted Knitting. I'm Sarah King. I'm Lansing Mike. And I'm really hearing the echo today in here. The only thing I noticed is yeah. I don't think I was close enough. Uh, I think I, I, I was sitting in the same orientation as the mm-hmm. uh, microphone in the past, but I seemed fainter last time. So mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so, so that's why I'm kind of leaning into it now. So, <laughs> so I'm probably overcompensating. Apologies to the listeners. Yeah. Well, uh, might have something to do with how I processed it, uh, mm. except I changed the compressor settings a little bit to try blah, and blah, blah, techno battle. Out. You might as well be talking about tachyon array emitters and <laughs> nanoparticles. But yeah, no, I'm, yeah, for some reason I'm hearing the echo more now in here, so I'm thinking I might... Get some sound absorbing tiles or... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> get, get some sound tiles for the walls and uh, yeah, that way, because I... Yeah, I'm not hearing it. I didn't hear it last time on the edit, but yeah, just talking live now, I'm hearing it. And now that I keep talking about it, I'm sure that all of our listeners will be hearing it, I too. did not hear much of a change from our old spot to this one, I thought. I mean, other than I sound a little fainter, the sound quality seemed about the same to me, so. Okay. Uh, so, it's only been a week, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we are into October. Yeah, the happy, fun time of Pumpkins and... Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Screw pumpkins. It's just a weird squash that's only real use is either... Well, actually, it's the spice that's really the good part about pumpkin spice. And it's... Pumpkins are nice to carve and decorate, and that's all I need them for. Nutmeg and allspice Mm -hmm. and... Yeah, that tree slowly changing color, but it's still really warm. Yes. It's a warm day. Yeah. But, uh, but of course, global warming is a Chinese hoax. Well... There's a difference between weather and climate. So yes. even, I mean, just because it's warm isn't proof that there's global warming. Because global warming is technically accurate. It's a bad description because you have a cold winter and idiots are like, whoa, global warming, b- bullshit, my you know car froze up today. Um, no, it's climate change. Yes. Because it, it's an average temperature increase of like one goddamn degree. So you'd never notice that. It means instead of 79 degrees, it'd be 80 degrees. People were thinking, it's like, that means nothing. No, it means globally and so some places are much hotter and it's going to fuck up all the systems yeah and uh, from some xkcd um they were saying that to measure climate change we we shouldn't be thinking in degrees we should be thinking in like ice age units Mm -hmm. that the difference between average global temperatures during the ice age and um what's considered the pre-industrial standard Mm -hmm. was two and a half degrees so, yeah, it, it can have a, a massive effect. But uh, on to more fun things, yes. like First Friday. Oh, well, first thing is a, yes. a little clarification on my part. because Oh, yes, about um, last, the know term I, you used last week. I don't know if anyone's confused by it, but I realized, well, even I had to think about it. <laughs> I'm talking about anonymous sex, ugh, anonymous sex and strangers. And I was like, well, of course, sex with a stranger is anonymous. And I was like, no. Anonymous sex is when you don't know who's cock you're sucking or a hole you're in or 
whose face is doing things to you. Glory hole, dark room. That yes, sort of thing. complete. Um, and that could be. And it's like, well, of course there'd be strangers. No, I'm I'm picturing a situation where you're at a party, you know all the people there, and then there's a back room. And you go there and you realize you're sucking on someone. You know, it's a subset of people you know. You're mm-hmm. sucking on someone's cock. You know this person. You just don't know who it is at that moment. Right. And that would be anonymous. Uh, stranger sex, you just don't really, you've never really been formally introduced to them or shake hands or know their, you know, bits and pieces of their lives and trivia. Yeah, you, you don't know them as a full person. You just know that you two are both horny and... And they're attractive. Right. And or at least attractive what parameters you're looking for at that moment. But you have a name and a face and... Names? Yes. Well, you have a face at least. I, I, of the three last night, uh, which we'll get into, um, I knew one name, and I found another name after afterwards. The fact, yeah, and the other one is still a mystery. But <laughs> so I, I'm like, I, and as I was doing stuff with one guy, um, uh, I was wondering, it's like I should introduce myself to him, but then his attention was captured by another. So I was like, okay, no small talk afterwards. Yeah, because I was just I was just the start of a chain of friends he was encountering that yes, night. Yes, yes. Uh, no downtime to socialize. But yes. on to First Friday. On to First Friday. Uh, it was two nights ago. Two nights ago. Let's see if I can remember it. And the I think we had about a dozen. I think maybe one shy of a dozen, but I think we had about eleven or twelve yeah, people we, show up. We had a, a good sized crowd. Um, my husband was there mm-hmm. briefly, um, but. Yeah, talking afterwards, he does not do well on bar stools. Ah, mm-hmm. um, he needs to have his feet firmly planted on the ground to be comfortable, and he okay. needs to have a back to his chair. And I offered... Yeah, there are chairs with backs. They might still be perched up on them, but they are full-back chairs in that room. Yeah, and I offered, and he declined, and then later <laughs> he, he said, I should have taken you up on the offer. I'm like, well, you know I've had next time. that many times myself. I don't want to be a bother, but then I realized I should have been a bother. Because yeah. now life is, the world is bothering me, and I could have stopped this. <laughs> now I'm annoyed with myself, but I will take it out on, well, whoever next incurs my ire. Yeah. And, uh, they had a, a video DJ mm-hmm. there, which was basically just some guy playing a bunch of YouTube videos, I think. On, on request. It's like, uh, yeah. hey, I think it's well, it's called Friday Night Videos. I guess that used to be MTV. On Friday nights, they'd play videos, maybe as they're getting away from playing videos. Maybe, yeah. So that's what's modeled after. And you can give uh, suggestions. Yeah, so it it was really... I felt bad because I had no small bills. Actually, I had no bills. I'd used up all my money. And there's a tip jar. And he found the performer I wanted and played a, a Janelle Monet video. Even though I didn't really know oh, which song to play. but That, that was your request. Yes, yeah, tightrope. That... I love Janelle Monet's videos. They're very oh, yeah. science fiction-y. And she has this whole world that she's created via videos where often she's an android. And they are quite stunning. And I thought, I want to see some Janelle Monet. And... It was tightrope where there were a couple of weird bits, but mostly just her dancing and having a good time. Yeah, and and she has a a distinct personal aesthetic yes. that I really like, um, and can dance. Uh, yes, she can. But I, but in general, it was late eighties, mm-hmm. early nineties heyday of um, MTV kind mm-hmm. of videos. Yeah, I I put one in. Um, I put in uh, Tom Tom Club Genius of Love okay. because I really like that song and, and, and it's a really trippy video that i like and there are a couple uh 
the uh, Let's Get Physical by Livni and John was a fun one. Oh, yes. And also, yes. Uh, there's a lot of interesting homoeroticism in uh, Bonnie Tyler. Is it Total Clips of the Heart? Which one is it? She's. It's the one with the the, the choir boys who eyes glow. Yeah, that and the, that, and the that's famous the like yeah. uh, actual narration video. There's a whole set of videos where they actually instead of singing the words to the song, they sing what's happening in the video. Yes, yes, and that's one of the more famous ones of that. And yes. yeah, that's very surreal. Lord of the Flies meets choir boys and glowing eyes. Well, Children of the Damned. So uh, yeah, that was what was happening in the background. Um, less intrusive than karaoke. Yes. Uh, so I, I liked it. It was except for the fact that if there are videos on a screen, it transfixes my attention. So mm-hmm. I have to make sure I'm not looking at a video because <laughs> earlier in the week I was just there. A bunch of people were in there, and I was sitting at a table and watched uh, bull riding and then poker for about an hour because poker. It was just I, anything on a screen transfixes me. It could have been a documentary on bells without subtitles, and I would have had, you know no closed captioning. So it would just be pictures of bells, and I'd be like. Hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Moving pictures. Must watch. Yeah. Uh, so we had about 11 people. Uh, one kinkster who is kind of withdrawing a little bit from the kinkster community in that he has a job that requires much effort and attention. Mm-hmm. And also, I think he's also realizing that, yeah, basically when you're working for a company, you're trying to be attractive to men in suits who want you to have no outside life. Well, and you might not have caught this, but I believe he is actually also going for top secret clearance. And that's stuff yeah. too. So, yeah. So, you know, there's all that kind of stuff too. And it's like, oh, well, you're a kingster with it. That could be used against you. And it's like, well, but if I'm open about it, then it can't be used against me. But yeah. And the no, it, days, it doesn't work that way. And it should because it just shows yes, you how yes. fucked up humans are and especially government. It's like, oh, you're homosexual in the 70s? Well, that can be used against you. But I'm out about it. It can be used against you. That's why we can discriminate against you. Yeah. Wait, so you're it, basically it, setting up the situation where... Okay, yeah, so thanks. Yeah, yeah. Lo- lovely catch-22. You, you are culpable, you assholes. Yeah. But, yes, I mean, he, uh, he used to have several... Not several, but a couple mm-hmm. of rather intense... Uh, kinky videos on uh, sites catering to that particular mm-hmm. intensity, and nope, they're gone. But I, I did make a point to let him know that I appreciated them <laughs> while they were there. So. But, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So he. Yeah, it was funny because I just saw him in basically civilian scrubs. I'm used to seeing him in uh, kink wear. Yeah. So seeing him just dressed normally, I was like, "Who are you?" Well, I, I mean, he was dressed to support his team for the beginning. This weekend. That's normally. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I have to remember that. That's normal for this town. Uh, any town. It's like wearing sports regalia. Yeah, that's 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 human condition. Everyone goes for sport ball and very or sport puck or whatever it is you like to do. I I, I like watching wrestlers. But yeah, anyway, uh, but we've talked about that before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's hear. Trying to think what else happened. No, there's a lot of you know, people coming in later, mm-hmm. so it kind of flow. It's kind of sad because some people were trying to meet other people and miss connections. Some people had yep. come early, left, and then other people came. It was like, where's so-and-so? And it's like, they just left. And it's like, ah, it's like, yeah. then come early. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, but people, some people had work the next day. Some people had things to do. I stayed till the bitter end. You stayed longer than expected. Uh, yes. A miscommunication. <laughs> yes, a bit of miscommunication meant that I stuck around a little longer than I had planned. Um, but, yeah, I got that taken <laughs> care of. And, I mean, I had a pleasant enough time. But yeah, after two drinks, I was... I was good for the night. I had five total. Well, two shots before. I've done that in forever. It's like <laughs> pre-lubing before walking to the bar. Uh, I was in a kilt, and that was... I. There wasn't a lot of gear. I think you had a vest. I had a cap. Vest and cap, um, and... I, w- I wore a kilt uh, and a vest. Uh, someone was wearing a nice harness under a sweatshirt, but they didn't really. Re- yeah, that, it was yeah. just hinting at yeah, it. Yeah, that, like, that doesn't really count. There was. I talked to them later. They are serious. I don't know if they're new to the leather community, but they're very serious about it, and they covet a IML medallion. Not necessarily, you know, winning, but I think all contestants get a medallion, don't they? Do yes, it, it it is a participation medallion. Yes, but I mean to be able to compete. At IML, there are no walk-ons at IML. Mm-hmm. You have to have you have to have won a feeder title. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he wants one, I mean, he can try out for you know, Mister Michigan Leather. I think he's familiar with that. I've never been there myself, but Liberty I think Leather, he's yeah. been there, or you know, associate with one of the bar feeder feeder bars. Yeah, Esquire's not there yet, but maybe maybe if we get our act together, we can. Yeah, if, if we get our act together enough, we can. Do such things. Yeah, and probably feed probably feed into Mr. Michigan mm-hmm. Leather, because um, that has feeder contests as well, cool. of, of different bar contests. But yeah, I think he's, it's just, you know, it, it makes sense. I mean, if you're getting involved in the community, kind of the pinnacle of it is, con- you know, a contest. And, and the pinnacle of the contest is IML. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's very doable. I mean, it's you don't have to have a travel fund to travel to Chicago from Michigan. <laughs> You don't have to be on a plane, it, it's, and it's a long weekend. I imagine, I don't know what the costs are to actually enter or sundries. I imagine that's probably me covered by... I know there's fundraising you have to do. Yeah, at, you have to do charitable fundraising as part of the requirements. Okay. Um, because, I mean, you know, IML and these leather contests started back in the day as AIDS charities. Mm-hmm. Um you know, way for leathermen to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is still a requirement. Um, it doesn't have to be for, you know, HIV AIDS, but it does need to be a charitable organization, mm-hmm. and you need to be able to defend your choice of organization to the judges. Um, Mine would probably be old people. Because, I mean, think of it, we're an aging demographic, a lot of whom lost their support networks due to... Thing, many things, family disownment, uh, friends dying because the ones who are much older right now lost many during during the, during, during the bad old days. And uh, it's one of those things we just have to realize. It's our whole culture. It's like we kind of ignore our elderly, and it's like uh, let's at least you know make aging neutral. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wish I had an obscene amount of money so that I could open a network of. Gay, friendly, assisted living, and well, and, and, and well, se- senior assisted. Yeah, and, and but I'm all thinking the way that up. thing yeah. is though with many gays. I mean, many in, gay individuals are well off financially, so I think it's. I don't know if you need the money. You simply have to be able to give good services and open it up, and 
make it that you know people want to retire be yeah. assisted to these areas and and you know there's yeah the money the money is there for the individuals there are many people who've you know done well when they if they didn't have kids or yeah well so something to uh, but yeah it's something into. i know there's sage senior action in a gay environment that is an organization yeah. that's been around a long time and i've never really looked into them but you know i'm I'm getting there. Yeah, you turned 50 recently, right? No, uh, ages ago. Ages I'm about to turn 51. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, yeah over, not over a year ago, but nearly a year ago. <laughs> and, yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's yeah. see. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, so first Friday, uh, the videos, talking to people. Um, it was, I thought, a decent, you know, crowd. A lot of kinksters and but a couple puppet, uh, pop. Uh, kink adjacent people mm-hmm. you know, along with the people who are kinky. Uh, well, we one did, tail in evidence. One tail in evidence. One hood in evidence. Even though he wasn't wearing True. it. Um, and yeah, and I'm not going to be at the next nope. first Friday. So you're hanging on to the. Uh, I carried the banner back. The banner for now, and um, I got more looks carrying the banner back home than being in a kilt. It's like, what is that long tube he's carrying? It's like, probably my Claymore wrapped up in a, <laughs> yeah. It's your shillelagh. Uh, the, uh, so, yes, yeah, first Friday was decent. I stayed till, uh, I think it was one. Well, I think I got home at one. But it was, I was there pretty late. I think, I, yeah, I think, it, it, I think I was the last. I think pretty much everyone else had left, and I still knew a handful of people at the bar I said goodbye to and rolled up the banner and, and, and went on home. Knowing that tomorrow, to, uh, Saturday was going to be moderately busy, I had to do some work stuff. But then that led up to uh, what we did on Saturday uh, evening. Saturday DVC. evening was Detroit Bondage Club, and uh, we had a guest. Yep, we hijacked uh, another Lansingite to go with us. Yep, uh, the previous Lansingite that we brought along, uh, Pup Fiver, he was he was busy. He was busy and re- recovering from having quality time with someone and. They're just so painfully cute on Facebook. It just makes you go awe, and they they they've come up with pet names for each other. And yeah. is there a group name yet, though? You know, you become something when you have a group name. No, there's no Brangelina equivalent yet. But uh, I work with an Andy and a Barb who are together, and so we call them Bandy. Not Barbie. No. Uh, uh, um, so, but no, we, uh, we brought along another Lansingite. Um, mm-hmm. someone, yeah, who we've never, I mean, they've been to DBC in the past, yes. but we've never taken them. So, no. And yeah, he, he mentioned that, um, he doesn't go more often to DBC because he doesn't like driving back to Lansing mm-hmm. after DBC yes. and doesn't always feel like getting a hotel room in Detroit. And so my offer to drive was. Yeah. I mean that's yeah, uh, that's yeah. what I like. You you won't be able going you uh, you will not be going to DBC next time. Correct. I'll be around. I can. The question is, will I? Because I don't like driving. Well, I mean, maybe you'll be able to. Maybe some of the guests that we have brought previously, you'll well, be able there to might work be, something but, out. But I still think, yeah. I, then that, then that. Then that is organizing the trip, which is something else I don't really <laughs> I mean, I'm the kind of person who's like, I know people are going to do something. I'm like, okay, cool. And, you know, get invited. Hey, you want to go 
you know, like a concert I'm seeing tonight. Hey, got an extra ticket to this concert. You want to go? Yes. Do I have to drive? Do I have to plan this? No, no. Cool. I'm good with that. Yeah. Well, uh, so we showed up at DBC mm-hmm. and we were presented with a store. I know. I spent the first like good half an hour shopping. Uh, they take donations throughout yes. the year. Yes, of, throughout the year. Yeah, of leather goods, uniforms, Porn. items, porns, uh, stacks of vintage magazines, lots of uh, leather journal, drummer magazine, mock. Vulcan. Uh, yes, they uh, bound and gag, lots of bound and gag. He says they also have like a lot of Playgirl, Advocate Men, Honcho, standard gay mm-hmm. titles, but they brought out the, the more leather and uh, bondage ones. Well, considering the audience. Yeah. And, uh, you know, stacks of magazines, so they're going for 50 cents each. Oh, well, shoot, I should have picked up a couple of I know. those. I, I grabbed a stack of 10, and then was thinking it would cost me 10 bucks, and I realized, no, it's only five. five. I was yeah. turning it around to an even $20, so it was kind of a math problem of figuring out, well, I've got this many magazines, this many books, and I want really want this blindfold. I, I really didn't want a blindfold. I was like, yay, they had quite a few ones uh they had lots of nipple clamps cock rings a lot of just stuff mm-hmm. hankies uh, that, yeah DVDs. a full rainbow of hankies uh and uh the only uh pulp novels yes i oh. grabbed i think i grabbed uh i, I grabbed a couple of just trashy looking ones <laughs> uh grabbed the leatherman's handbook too well, that was a nice copy of that paperback maybe we'll have to do readings of of chapters of the, the oh, God. Novels. i think it was like High school locker room. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, this looks horrible and trashy. Uh, one by Lars Iger, whose work I'm familiar with. He wrote Travels with Elizabeth when he was a homeless man living on the streets with his dog. Uh, he's been known, uh, he's an erotic story writer, and he also wrote a, I can't remember the title of it, but there is a writing book he wrote about writing erotica. So okay, like, cool. Uh, some stuff by John Preston, I know. Uh, it was, yeah, and then a lot of uniforms, hats. Uh, you got very, you got a very nice set. Yes, I I got a set of sounds. Um, metal, yeah, nice little package nice of metal set sounds. Of metal sounds. They are the. Um, I don't remember the exact doctor that they're named after, mm. but they are the straight style mm-hmm. of sounds. Um, I still want to get. The ones that have the the curve in them that allows them to go deeper. Because it looked like the thinner ones were, had a bit of curve to them. Yeah, they, they do have a little. But okay, they do all be, have okay. a little bit of curve. But base, but the the ones I'm thinking of um, that I want to get basically have a J hook on the oh. end of them. Okay, um, okay. Because yeah, that that's how your body curves there at the prostate. Mm. So, um, and that if done correct, if done correctly, can get all the way into the bladder. Okay, so. Um, so yeah, so I, we saw that and we we're both like, oh, that. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I, I, I only brought the the trouble was they had not announced this earlier, so very few people were coming with cash, and they had no way of taking credit card. Yeah, I uh, I did get an email from the dungeon master like on Thursday. Okay. Uh, no, it was no, not an email. It was a direct message on Facebook. Oh, okay, because um, yeah, I don't remember seeing an email. Yeah. So are you are you Facebook friends with? Nope. 
I don't think I'm Facebook friends with many of the people involved in the hierarchy of that, so maybe I need to. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll I'll shoot you a list of okay. games, and, and you can add them to your phone. But, uh, yeah, but anyway. so the shopping was great. I, yeah, I came over with a nice stack of... Uh, mostly I was going for stuff that had nice comic art in it. There was some wonderful cartoonists who did a lot of work in these. Oh, yeah. And there was one, I think it's called, I think it's called Drum or Tank? I can't remember, but the, my, the sad thing was I liked it. I think it was in Drummer. And it looks like one of the first pages, like, oh, the art of this cartoonist. We have whole books of his stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. I wish they'd had those. Do you remember um, collections of comics called Meat Men? Yes, oh. I have a few. I, I also had a friend who was hunting them all down. Yeah, though. Yeah, th- those were <coughs> those were really neat. And yes, yeah, I uh, I remember I specifically picked up at the old. Dirty bookstore back in the day, uh, one that was of an S and M theme. Mm-hmm. So that, um, yeah, I remember yeah. it was because it was square bound anthology. They're actual yes. books, not comics, but filled with <laughs> uh, filled with some wonderful illustrations and varieties and all that. Um, I can't think. I keep running into them at some points, and then uh, oh, oh, yep, I think I have that one too. Uh, you're showing me. Oh, no, I. Actually, it's funny because, okay, so he's showing me a book that's a flip book. Between the Sheets, Castro Comics by Bruce Billings. Mm-hmm. And I remember these. Uh, yeah, because I think he was in Meat Men, I think. I don't think yes. I have this book, but I've seen these. And the funny thing is, the other one is Under the Covers, Cartoons by Kurt Erickson. He's a regular guest at Confusion. Oh, okay. And does a lot of the drawing stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah, I see that and I'm like, I'm familiar with a lot of your early work. I think he did Murphy Manor was his, I think maybe that was his, uh, antho- not anthology, but continuing strip. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's some wonderful cartoons. I mean, I was always into Dykes Watch Out For with Alison Bechdel. Of course. Uh, was the, there's one cartoonist, Morgan Calabrasi. It was just this woman. And I love the, the line art. Oh, what was the one I really loved? Um, the artist was Brad Parker. And his collection was called Oh Boy. And I, I liked his his art style. Yeah, the thing is, with those old magazines, yeah, I think there was a lot of areas for cartoonists to have work. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to draw sexy men and and have story arcs and all that. And they have a lot in the time of magazines. Nowadays, I mean, they would be web comics, I guess. They'd be on DeviantArt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I pretty much flipped through on the ones that seem to have really cool. And also, the uh, the I picked up some magazines that you know would have you know guys fucking each other, but also showing cum shots. It's like yes, yes, because that's something you don't get a lot of in magazines or books. I was actually seeing, you know, the the after effects. <laughs> The, the money shot there. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I, well, yeah, there are a couple I of, there are a couple of really nice art books that I got too late to the rack and they went away fast because they're only, uh, yeah, I can believe that five bucks each or no three bucks each or two for $5, whether it was a paperback or a hardcover art book. I was like, Oh shoot. And then I, I should have asked and then I should have grabbed um, that stack of Vulcans mm. then um, because yeah, I, I had no idea what they were charging. I didn't ask oh. about the magazines, but I saw the initial cover price on them, which was eight ninety five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, I said uh, magazines. He's like, oh, two for a buck. I'm like, okay, because they have boxes of them that they want to get rid of. So yeah, that was the first part of it all. I was like, I didn't, I didn't bother <laughs> see who was there, who was naked, who was getting fucked by whom. No, I was like, there's a store. I must shop. How much do I have? Okay. Yeah, and and I was even tempted to like 
take my normal, like, because they ask for a $20 donation per, you know, as right, right. dues. And I'm thinking, I have 40 on me. Do I use my dues money to actually buy stuff? Because it is also still going to the clubhouse. Right. And then just pay an extra 20 next time I go. And no, I found exactly $20. It was like, it was hard to get to that $20 mark. I'm like, okay, I don't want to spend more time here. I have $20 and stuff. That's good round price. Let's go. Yeah. So based on the chatter at the end, it was reasonably successful. Good. Um, I know there's some purchases at the very end. Someone bought some leather pants that fit him really well, I hear. Yeah. And I saw a couple of transactions happening at the end. So it's like, because this is the first time they've done it at the uh, mm-hmm. the clubhouse itself. Usually they do it at like Delta and another event. I... Yeah, at, at a couple of runs. Yes. They, they tend to have their flea market booth. Mm-hmm. Um, and but now I've seen it in action. So it's like, oh. Yeah. And yeah, so maybe if, if I'm lucky, the Vulcans will still be there when they do it again. Because they, they do want to do it again. Maybe in like April or May okay. in about six months. And, and guy... give more warning so people yes. can bring more well, money. Well, also if you hit it early. Uh, he said originally he had all the magazines alphabetized and by number. When he first put them out there, all in order. That did not last at all. It's like, whoosh. I also told him, you know, if you have near sets, throw them all together. Like, if you have a bunch of a certain title, mm-hmm. put them all together and just put a price on them packaged that way. And yeah. They yeah. might move faster that way. It's like, oh, yeah, here's a whole couple of years of bounding egg. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if they've got the full run of Vulcan, mm-hmm. I would have... Yeah, gotten the the full run. No, I take Vulcan is rubber. Yes. So take, yeah. Okay. That yeah. Makes Vul- sense. Vulcan was oh. my first ticket. Or is it blacksmithing? <laughs> or is it Star Trek? Uh, oh, no, it's uh, no. All it, our pun far fan fiction. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. So shopping was fun. Shopping. Uh, was then fun. I went in and checked out the sites. Uh, something was happening upstairs. There's basically a couple guys lounging on the couch. With two guys kneeling in front of them and sucking away. And I was informed by one of the guys on the couch that the guy sucking him off had just had someone uh, making use of his ass so it was all ready. And I slipped on a condom and started fucking someone. Um, again, not anonymous because I've seen him many times and had a conversation <laughs> with him. Kind of stranger because I don't think I've ever really, I don't know what he does for a living. I don't think I've gotten his name. You know, he's super friendly. I said hi. We grope each other passing by, but he's just a regular face. I'm like, technically stranger. Uh, The other thing, uh, then there was another nice looking man Mm -hmm. just in the sling all by himself. So I kind of went to work on him and did stuff to him. Um, I knew he liked his nipples played with because he was in the shop buying nipple clamps and talking about that and trying them on. So I knew he was nipple centric or nipple focus, I should say. Right. Uh, played with those and was getting good uh, reactions from him. He read it out on me, but I don't know if he really read it out because I went too far or read it uh, because he was just like, okay, done with you. There's someone new here. So that might have been the reading. It was Maybe. like, okay, I'm done with you because, yeah, yeah, you walked in the room. I, I, and... I walked in because, as you mentioned last time, that mm. you enjoy having an audience when you're performing. But I want an audience, like multiple members. If you can get a crowd of half a dozen to a dozen people to be surrounding, that's... Well, I, I was trying to be the seat for that. And I wanted to I wanted to be somewhere where you were aware that I was there. Um, so I, I walked in and positioned myself... Well, I don't want to know who the audience is. Oh, I just want well, to know if there's bodies. Well, for next I wa- time. I want, I want to keep the audience anonymous. <laughs> uh, fine. But, yeah, what happened was, yeah, I, I walked up and 
you know, walk next to the guy in the sling and so I mean, he was just focused on you. I yeah, like, he he locked on to me. And I'm there was like, no oh, one in really? that room except you. I'm like, okay, well, cool. So I just All like right. thanked him for his time and moved on because I was ready to move on. It's like, okay, we've had fun, but if I'm not going to be able to bring him off because I don't know how close he was to coming, so yeah, I mean, it was hard and seemed to be enjoying it, but. I didn't come last night. I did all, I fucked three guys and did a lot of other things and never came because I just don't come. Yeah. And that's well, why I go home that night and take care of things. Yeah. I played with him for a minute or two and he, he might have been feeling it, but I really wasn't feeling that connection okay. there. And might have been that he was constantly mumbling, yes, master, yes, master. And the old, old guard part of me was like, I have not earned that title from you. Yeah, no, I am not your master. Uh, He was doing the same thing with me, and it was, yeah, I have issues with that that term myself, but from another respect, not more, yeah, more cultural significance and historic, you know, things. I'm like, ah, that made me feel a little uncomfortable. So, uh, but, you know, that was, but it's still fun. He had a really nice ass and cock and eyes and And everything. Nice looking guy. Um, then I'm up and washing myself from that, and then another person showed up who I've seen before and mm-hmm. groped and played with a little bit, and he was basically being mauled by someone and being undressed on the spot, and we all kind of took part in that and played with him because he's 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 a skinny guy with a really nice cock. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we had fun with that, uh, and then the other thing was I met someone else who I've I've seen there, finally had a conversation with him last time, and then he was like, I really want to get fucked in the sling. So then we realized, well, there's only one sling in the room, <laughs> in the house right now, because the other sling area is being used for shopping. So uh, we, when the sling opened up, we, I found out, yeah, I, I, I think I need uh, mechanical or maybe chemical help with, you know, I can get aroused, but, you know, just, what, I'm not, ass fucking just isn't my... It not doesn't turn me on so much, mm-hmm. so it's not a feedback thing of like, oh, I'm fu- I'm in someone's ass. Wow, this is so hot, and now I'm getting harder. No, it's like, okay, this is nice, but not I'm not bored. But it's like, okay, but I really have to think of other things or be manipulating mm-hmm. something else and playing with my tits or something to keep myself hard. Because just fucking ass isn't the thing that we, really does it for me. We should get you fitted for a cock ring. Yep, a cock happen. ring, and or as I was calling it, Daddy's little helper, little blue pill. So yeah. I think a dose of Viagra taken recreationally before hitting the dungeon would probably aid in things. So yeah, because I do feel you know obligated if I'm in someone's ass, I should you know be staying hard because if I'm not, I feel bad for them because they'll be like, oh well, I feel bad for myself. It's like oh, didn't stay hard. Also, it's like well, am I not? Is, is he not liking my ass enough? And it's like no, it's a lovely ass. It felt good. It's just that I get distracted. Also. The sling was at the wrong level, so yeah. Once the, I'm like, I'm like, once you have to deal with the angles and like, okay, how do I get in there? Okay, ah, yeah. And the, it, the sling was set up weird, and even putting a time. condom kind of gets me out of the space. So I start like deflating as I'm like, you know, prepping, and it's like, okay, well, I mean, you could get a different little blue pill, Truvada, for okay. that. And not have to worry as much about condoms, but... Uh, still can get a whole bunch of other little microorganisms oh, as well. Yes, yes. I, I mean, true. I'm the kind of person that even if I get a dose of crabs, I'll probably be like, oh, gross, I can't have sex for a year, I feel dirty. Even though there's a nothing year. to it. Um, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a hypochondriac. Uh, so then there's, you know, uh, genital herpes, chlamydia, gyria, syphilis... 
non-specific urethritis. I mean, even just a standard, you know, yeah, urinary tract infection, I'd probably feel like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I've sinned. Yeah, just a little E. coli up there, just enough for a mild burn. And oh yeah, that'd be like terrified. And so yeah, um, no, I like condoms. I like okay. that. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else did I do there? Well, while you were shopping early yes. in the night, um, I took Sling Bear down to the sling, mm-hmm. slapped him in there, and we broke out his magic wand. And because I had asked earlier. Um, he also has a, a silicone sleeve okay. that, that goes with that. So um, put that on the vibrator, put that oh. on him, and that was remarkably efficient. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, was able to quickly squeeze out um, a nice three-day load. Wow. Yeah, yeah, thir- yeah. He, he said his last come was on Wednesday. So, yeah, okay. ni- nice, big, thick, tasty bear load. Nom, mm-hmm. nom, 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 nom. Um, uh, trying yeah. to think what else. A lot of groping, a lot of... I know someone showed up and I he was the center of a nice group attention thing and that was wonderful hearing his reactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a nice, a very uh, nice attractive bottom was there and yeah, people were giving him attention. And then, and then you were doing a lovely scene with him. Yes, uh, Last thing of the night, um, I got him and um, got him in the sling, and he basically said he wanted to try and be fisted, but mm-hmm. that it. He also said that he wanted it to be just one on one. That mm-hmm. an audience was fine, but didn't want any other mm-hmm. hands on him. Um, so I worked through what I've learned. You know, the, the one time I tried to get fisted in my experience as a fisting top. And, yeah, worked him to a, his second screaming mm. orgasm of the night. And, yeah, kind of using, um, in, in addition to the actual hand placements mm. and techniques with the hand, and change, changing up between, you know, reaching in as far as I could and, and tickling mm. Um, the internal muscle rings, working the prostate, working the outer ring. But also I kept um, a narration dialogue. Well, it w- no, it was a dialogue. It was a monologue going um, that was very close to uh, hypno-relax mm. tape um, and just, you know, pushed my voice down to the lower register and uh, very soft and relaxed and um, I, yeah, because yeah, I, when you started, because I was like, okay, you're in the room on your own, and I kind of came in. But he said, yeah, this is well, he said just it, us, just us. But it was confusing to what he meant by that, because I, I thought he meant that there weren't that many people downstairs. No, that that he wanted it to be yes, just, but it wasn't yeah. that obvious. And also, it shouldn't have really been his place to say it because he was going into subspace. You know, I'm, I'm wondering if there's a better. Um, because, yeah, you would think for a scene, if there's just some known way of kind of saying hands off. Yeah. We, I we, mean, we, he was we, very polite about it, but it was kind of confusing because I, but I'm one to take everything as a possible, like, okay, you know, I'm very cautious and stuff. So even though I didn't understand what he was saying, I 
thought you, 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 you still figured be, it out. This could yeah. be a definition of that because I thought he was just kind of also referring to there's not many people down here. Oh, right. Like yeah, no, we, we, we kind of need a, a, a do not disturb sign. Uh, and I mean, yeah. I, I guess that because that would be something useful in a dungeon because uh, you could be taking someone who just doesn't, you know, a sub who I don't want attention. Right. Yeah, I don't want other people pawing me or touching me. And how do you kind of show that? In some circles, it's the collar. Mm-hmm. You know, a locked, you know, a collar, especially with a lock on it. I think some people will see that as I'm owned. And if you approach me, I will probably direct you toward my, the person who holds the key and they will negotiate if something's going to happen. My, you know, but, you know, that's the beautiful thing about, I think, having a master. It's like you tell them, I really don't want to be touched by anyone else tonight. And then they have to take the fall of telling people no. Yeah. And rejecting other people. So it's like that I think would be, you know, I don't feel like, you know, telling people no. You do it for me, sir. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, but yeah, no. It, but then I was like, well, do you want an audience? And I was like, well, I don't care because this is hot. I'm going to yeah, watch. I mean, he, <laughs> yeah, no, about five minutes in there, I, I don't think he was aware no. of any audience um yeah so I, I guess yeah if there was some way of kind of noting that and that became but there might be a common parlance of like hey hands off because like i said uh consent is very different in the dungeon it is and i've known people who've been much more uh touchy-feely mm-hmm. like oh there's people having sex okay i'm gonna join in but i mean we've had that in the past um actually i think he was involved in a scene where he and two others had shown up and had a lovely session on the fuck bench and weren't really in wanting anyone else to join, but were more than willing to have people watch. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, so, that was him. Yep. And it was like, oh, cool. Yeah. So another uh, really attractive guy show up who looks really damn familiar. Actually, I think he looks familiar because he looks a lot like someone I know. So that's probably why. Oh, oh yes. The, the lo- gentleman who wandered around fully clothed and, and it, is in state just this weekend. Oh. Yeah, he uh, 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 was living in Tennessee and then, yeah, is going to be living in Florida and oh. ju- just happened to be there that oh, okay. weekend. So. Well, that's sad because I've seen him twice at the dungeon, but he's never... Or, or maybe that's the younger guy. Voice. This yeah. is the younger guy, Jean's black t-shirt. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him twice, but the first time he just pretty much stayed in the main room, just sitting down and didn't even wander around that much, and then left. Mm -hmm. And this time, he wandered around, but didn't take part. So I was like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. Oh, there's another guy. this was somebody else, yeah. Okay. Oh, there's another guy. You know him? Um, If it's the one I'm thinking of, he had a huge cock. Yeah, 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 huge cock. Um, No, yeah, he was just there, and he was, I saw him very active. Yes, he, yeah. he, he was very active. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and definitely, well, I don't know if I ever saw him completely naked. No, I did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he was often had a t-shirt on. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's why I was thinking of him, because, yeah, he spent most of the night mm-hmm. uh, at least partially clean. Oh, uh, but, yeah, lots of great scenes. Yeah, I saw him doing some great stuff. Yeah, huge cock. Uh, the, uh, didn't see much in the way of flogging or rope work. Uh, mostly groping, fucking, and fisting. Yeah, lots and lots of growth. Oh, there was another guy I saw who, a uh, very attractive man who was wandering around in the uh, underwear all night. Mm-hmm. And I never saw him doing anything, and he never, like, he'd watch scenes, but, you know, kind of chatted with him off to the sides, but he didn't, wasn't taking part. And then finally, yes, he and someone else were upstairs having fun, and I'm like, yay! Yay! Nice to see that he 
actually did do something. Yes. And and on the same vibe, um, our third, mm-hmm. um, he did spend most of the night enjoying the uh, Gentleman's Special Interest Cinema. Um, but yeah, finally Basically sitting in the main room. He was all, yeah, I felt bad because I thought, you know, is he bored? But he was just chatting with, you know, holding court and chatting with people in the main room. Right. And, you know, and then the, kind of got, yeah, uh, toward the end, he met someone that yes. kind of clicked for him and they were, and I'm like, I was worried because I'm like, oh, are we just like, is he bored? And we're just taking too much time. And you're involved in your, you're pretty much the last scene of the night. Mm-hmm. And that's when he started. I'm like, oh, okay, good. And, and yeah, I, I was, which then ended up leading to another round with uh, Sling Bear. Yes, which I helped with a bit because yep. it was like, okay, I'm I'm dressed. I've pretty much, my my dick's no longer in action for the rest of the night. It, it's had a, a workout. But you can still use your hands. Yep, so. and I did. Yeah. And uh, that was that was fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it was, it was a good night. And we left pretty late. We did, yeah. It uh, was I was also helping twelve thirty, yeah, tearing down the shop because you were busy. Our friend was busy. I'm like, oh, do I need to pack up? Okay, let me be useful. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that was fun. TBC, um, great time. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm oh. not going to be able to be there until January. Because um, you're so. right. I, MIR, and then we both have something going on in December. So right. So I will see if I make it to November. November. Um, or, or we might have to rely on Sling Bear to uh, Tell us g- give us a, a remote report. And I do remember the other event. I mentioned it last recording, and mm-hmm. we've completely busy talking about camping. Yeah. Um, uh, Spiral, the Lansing based dance club, had a kink night. The the same weekend as Mr. Michigan Leather. Yes. And so uh, it's I do but I do know a couple people who went to there. Uh, they were in attire and I think had pup hoods and mm-hmm. uh, and were only two who actually were in kink outfits. I guess there are some others who are kind of in. I, well, there are some women uh, who were kind of in dominatrix esque outfits, and they were very appreciative of other people representing. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like there was only a handful actually decked out and dressed accordingly. Yeah, but I think the drag queen MC was like calling them out. It's like, yes, good job. You actually came dressed like you're supposed to, and was giving grief to the the other people who were like, oh, bar night. Yeah, well, I, I blame Spiral Management mm-hmm. for that one. They picked one of the worst <laughs> weekends for uh, a kink uh, night, and yeah, I I didn't go because that was the weekend I moved, and while I was fully moved in by that point, I was just that Ugh. was the weekend I was at Cam Creek Ridge. So yeah. Yeah. But at least I heard a report, and yeah, they, they tried, but it was not that that kinky. Uh, expert portion of the show, um, inspired by another hmm. podcast that I was listening to, I was wondering, and, and want to talk about our very first experiences with pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, my, the first, I my parents were hippies, mm-hmm. so I was... Aware of porn as a thing. I knew that there were, that you know, magazines, Playboy, Playgirl, Hustler, uh, and all those sorts of things. Um, but the first porn that I actually saw was uh, a Hustler that was in my parents' bedroom uh, between the mattress and the box spring. Um, I, I, I don't remember a lot of it, Um but one of the nice things about the hustler is that um, there was it, it wasn't just women. Mm-hmm. There was oh yeah, there was a couple. It would alternate. Know, yeah. Sometimes they'd be 
you know, there'd be one month would be two women, the next month would be a man and a woman. And it was like, oh, yeah. And and this particular month, it was a man and a woman, and he was playing the saxophone, and oh. yeah, they they were going at it. Um, it it also had an article about the passing of John Holmes, okay, um, which would put it after nineteen eighty eight, um, and which meant they also reran the um, Campari ad mm-hmm. that that got them sued. Oh, um, that uh, it was. Oh shoot! And I looked it up earlier today. Uh, they initially uh, some right wing Christian mm-hmm. guy. Um, th- they did a, a parody ad at the time. Campari, uh, Italian, some kind of liquor, uh, was putting ads in magazines talking to celebrities about their first time having Campari. Okay. Um, Jerry Falwell, that's what okay. it was. Uh, and in the parody, uh, Jerry Falwell, the, they had it that Jerry Falwell misunderstood uh, the question and talked about his first time fucking his mother in an outhouse while, sla- while sloshed on Campari. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's the parody ad. That's the parody ad which led to a lawsuit <laughs> which made it to the Supreme Court. Um, so, uh, so, and that got resolved in, that also got resolved in 1988. So this might have been 88, 89 issue and then them reprinting that ad mm-hmm. to spite him because they won. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the well, yeah, Larry Flint. He was the editor, wasn't he? Of Hustler? Yes, yes. Yeah, he yeah, he pushed a lot for freedom of speech and saying, Hey, you know, yeah. you can't say that we can't do this because sorry. Yeah. And then there were First also Amendment. Uh they also had a couple of uh, issues of penthouse form. Mm-hmm. Uh you know. I, I never thought it would happen to me, but yeah, there were also some uh gay stories uh in those as well. Um uh, and yeah, I knew I was gay from, yeah, as soon as I started sprouting hair. I was like, ooh, men. So what was your first video experience that you had? Uh, my first video experience uh, was actually over at a friend's house. Mm. Um, it was a straight porn, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and again i don't remember much about it because i was more into him than the porn um and were you both jerking off to it oh we ended up doing more than that yes um uh but yeah no i just remember that it was there was a plot and they were medical students (laughs) so yeah that was my first porn was ditch porn that's how i call it um basically when you live out in the country and you live by a dirt road that it has no houses on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd walk up and down that road, exercise, you know, nature, being a kid, you're out. Well, I think a very common thing would be, you know, if you had a vehicle and you wanted to look at some porn, you'd buy a dirty magazine, make use of it in the car, and then throw it out the window before you went home so no one would find it. And if you could come across those discarded magazines before the next rainstorm, they were still in decent enough shape. That's like, <laughs> yes. So um, I remember, I don't think, and again, I had no place to take them back myself. So I just flipped through them and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, you also only have discarded condoms. So there was a lot of action on that road. <laughs> um, that was fascinating to me. I'd always like take sticks and just like kind of pull them out and, you know, stretch them out and think, okay, so if they're unrolled this far, then the dick that this is being used on was that big. Oh, interesting. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, so when I, I heard some podcasters from England talking about forced porn. It sounds like the same thing. Yeah. Or yeah. someone would have a stash somewhere. Now, this was definitely just discarded stuff. Uh, I mean, that was my first ones. I can remember, though. At do, least, do you remember Playboy? What, uh, no, remember no, no, no. I think it was... Uh, maybe I don't think it was Playboy because, well, if there were those, were boring because they had no men in them. Right. Uh, but uh, I remember one. I did like save the art, the pertinent article because I had an interview with Kevin James, who was a porn star, a straight porn star. Not, was, not not the Kevin James on Kevin Can Wait and not that I know. Of. Not not. not not I, the comedian Kevin James. If he did porn, then yeah. But I think <laughs> I that think I so. think that was his name. Uh, but yeah, he was an attractive guy, and he, they interviewed him, and there's a picture of him just like standing there, like you know, clenching his uh, because he was attractive. Because uh, uh, I know a lot of like early porn I saw would have kind of plain men with really busty women, and it's like yeah, oh, yeah. I can understand because a straight guy doesn't want to see a hot guy doing a. Yeah, that, that, check. that's why Ron a, Jeremy yes. was, was the king of porn, because he was a schlubby guy. Oh, um, but yeah, you know, he was attractive. I can remember because the pose was like him with his arm clenched, and he was like holding up his semi-erect cock with his forearm as he's like tensing his muscle, you know, stomach muscles. And like, <gasps> that was hot. Uh, but I found that um, my mom had a, a, a subscription to Playgirl for one year. Uh, she got kind of as a joke from a coworker, And I can remember... Back when you could make those jokes. And uh, back when um, my, uh, I'd always check out the mail, and if it'd come in, because my mom usually came home later from work, I would steal it to my room and slip it out of the wrapping and flip through it and then put it back in and put it back with the mail. And it's like, so it was very fleeting. I never had (laughs) more access to it than the one time. It'd be interesting to figure out which year that was and then find vintage playgirls it's like oh uh the, I, I think they're all available online now the uh, no, at least up into the the 80s yeah i can look at them at work because that's the only place i have internet no okay bad. Um, so uh, you really the, uh need to get internet at home no i don't i'm not home enough for it it's a waste of money or or, or get yourself a better smartphone um no my first fart the my smartphone can do that stuff actually some lovely stuff on Tumblr. Uh, that often happens. Like, oh, I'm at work. I'm going through Tumblr. Oh, this is aroused me. I'm just going to jerk off in the stall. <laughs> now that I found the like function so I can actually like the things <laughs> I really like. It's like, oh, I can find the things I really hit. Yes. Uh, careful, those are public un- unless you, you opt out. J- just, oh, my, j- oh just... my God. Mike likes Mike dirty likes videos of guys. Dick. Well, j- oh, well. J- just, just so that people are aware, if they have an active Tumblr, that, yeah, people can see what you like. Yeah. Good. Because right. I've, I've, I've liked uh, videos of friends jerking off. I want them to know that I like them. <laughs> um, the, uh, so, what was it? Uh, oh, uh, so porn. Uh, then in college, my roommate had a subscription to Hustler. And that's how I found out it alternates mm-hmm. because half the time is like, oh, whatever. But the other half the time is like, oh, there's at least a pictorial in here that has cock. So this mm-hmm. is good. Uh, and then my first video was actually a video that had Kevin James in it because it was the first time I'd ever had a play, a room to myself, period. Mm-hmm. I, was, had, uh, I was staying at MSU for the summer uh, at Cedar Village. I had three roommates it was the end of the summer. They had all turned in their keys and were gone. I had one week of the apartment to myself. So, of course, the first thing I do is 
go to the video store, get a VHS that was kind of a compilation of this one actress and a whole bunch of guys, mm-hmm. which really worked for me because like a variety of men. And the Kevin James that from that pictorial was one of the actors in it. It was like, oh, I'm actually getting to see videos of him fucking. And that was like, yay. So yeah, that was my first exposure to porn. Ditch porn. And flipping through other people's subscriptions. <laughs> So it's a very different world now with the internet because most people's stories of it is pretty much I would go on the computer and look at it and then clear out the browsing history. Right. Which is also a lot of people's coming out stories. Like, I forgot to clean out the browsing history. Yeah. Now, I, uh, we actually did get uh, the internet early, like 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, so I quickly discovered news groups. Uh, and um, alt.sex.stories.gay.moderated, ASSGM. And, uh, See, we, I had internet, well, it was high school, so it would have been mid to late 80s, AOL. Mm-hmm. You know, phoning into the, with, you know, the phone lines and the whole screechy handshake yep. on my Commodore 64. Yep. And uh, it was like 10 bucks a month. And we used it for a while, and then it was... Uh, um, the, uh, who was it? Oh, okay. He's showing me his phone with Kevin James. Yep. But the pictorial, he had longer hair. Okay. He had, like, it was, it was a little bushier and more 80s. More but, 80s. <laughs> yay. Now, what's that on? What site is that? Or, uh, I just did a Google search for Kevin James porn star, and after the Wikipedia page, this is what came up. Cool. Yeah, he's, I thought he was very attractive. It's like, yay. Yay. So that was an early experience, and, yeah, formative. It was very furtive, very naughty, very... You know, shameful because it's like, okay, this is wrong. This is wrong. I, it's something to keep hidden, and uh, it's unfortunate. But you know, that's how our society is about sex, even now. Yeah, and uh, now it's like porn. Yay, yay, porn. It. I remember reading this on the internet, which is of course always accurate. That mm-hmm. some social scientists wanted to do a study of how pornography exposure affects teenagers. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't do the study because they could not come up with a control group. Like teenagers who don't have access to porn. Or look exactly. That, that teenagers that, that haven't been exposed to porn. So, uh, yeah. They, so they were able to ask other related questions, but you know, had to say, we don't have a control group, so we can't say what the effects are, but here's how they are consuming their porn. Mm-hmm. So uh, We are just about at that time. I wonder what the Amish do for porn. Etchings? Something. Okay. Something. About that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About that time. Because I've done no crafting myself. Yeah, no, I, I haven't either. Uh, yeah, still getting settled in. Um, I yeah, need to dig through and find, because I, I need to finish off that toy. Yeah. Uh, uh, you do. I do. I do. I need to get that done, because... I need to do something just to do something, because... God damn it, do it. If you're a listener and you're not crafting, <laughs> do something. Don't be like us. Right, because I, I've got a bag of of great northern beans that are currently sitting in the cupboard that are going to continue to sit there until I mm. stuff them into the toy. Uh, upcoming events, um, there is no number six, mm-hmm. um, but there is something, a more private party, um, that I don't feel comfortable giving out the details of on the air, but we may have something to talk about in two weeks. Okay. Um, and then well, I won't because well, you may. I, I talk may. About. I'm not available that weekend, so 
Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, first weekend in November is Mr. International Rubber, cool. which means that um, the November, the, so because I will still be in Chicago that first Sunday, we won't be able to record okay. that Sunday. Um, so it will be a week. We'll record the second Sunday of November uh, and then cool. the following Wednesday. I will yeah. talk about first Friday. Yeah, and and whether and uh, DBC if you make it if you make it, uh, and then yeah, December's coming up at end of the season, and uh, yeah, I can go hunting for Santa porn and not feel cool. as guilty. You should still feel guilty. You know, just bit you know, big guy, bushy beard, big belly, and yeah, Santa, I've been a naughty boy, <laughs> and that sort of thing. All right, so. Yeah, and um, yeah, let us know what you're up to and how you enjoy the podcast, and yeah, and please leave a rating and a review for us. I would really like to get our numbers up a little bit more, um, so that I can go to CasperMattress.com and sell out because hmm. I could really use um, a, a Casper mattress. Right Someone now. told me I, I heard the the numbers that you need for those ads. I guess it's you get paid basically based on your listenership, right? So, but you have to be in the thousands before it counts to anything that will even cover your costs. Oh, yeah. I, at least the deal that they had. Well, I'm I'm also thinking. Yeah, you know, I've been listening to like a podcast on the Earwolf mm-hmm. Network, um, podcast on the Maximum Fun Network, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Is there a network that we could join to, to get more publicity? And yeah, I, I should look up. It is there. That's a kinky, yes, kinky, kinky crafting. network or crafting. Oh, kinky, kinky network at least or, or gay network. Yeah. One oh one more. Um, if there are, if any listeners know of that, please tell us. And yes, we'll, please, please. Um, the uh, man, we'll have to make our own. No, God no. Uh, there's one more bit of thing that was kink and. Uh, craft related, uh-huh. uh, because it was like knitting and debauchery at a uh, Alan Cummings club. Yes, there's I Cumming. saw that. Yes, yeah. Um, it, it was really yeah. The 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 title was misleading. Um, Alan Cummings would have impromptu salons in his uh, uh, make, uh, makeup room, no, dressing dressing room. room after performances, and it would be like a little cl- mini club. And someone said, "Can we make a bricks and mortar of this?" And you know still use you as the marketing. He's like, so they call it Cummings. It's in New York City. Uh, I don't know how he, I mean, he's, he gives it, I think he attends and does stuff When there. he's in New York. Yes. He's a British citizen, yep. so. Uh, but uh, they have different nights. It's supposed to be kind of a cabaret-esque place of debauchery and people just, you know, letting their freak flags fly. And they have a knitting night. So you come and, and there's nothing inherently debauched or sexy that they make the knitting is just the atmosphere of this cabaret-esque club, and they have a knitting night. So I was like, oh, it's not knitting and debauchery. It's knitting... Adjacent and, to debauchery. debauchery. Okay, well, got yeah, it. Yeah, kind but, of like our podcast. I know. I saw that. I'm like, oh, this must be brought up. So it's been brought up. Yeah. Okay. All right. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. And please leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox used under the Creative Commons Attributions License. Thank you so much for 
listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.